Hey everybody, it's Will here from NEO, and in this episode, we're gonna be talking about one of our newest products, and that is the Stem Tea Sampler. So a lot of people uh, find Stem Teas to be the perfect teas because uh, they're very low in caffeine, they're actually alkalizing, um, and you know they're good for the stomach, they kind of soothe the stomach after a meal. Um, they're high in minerals, and they make great afternoon teas because they're low in caffeine, and they kind of uh, soothe you a little bit. They're alkalizing, um, and they're also quite affordable. Um, I personally like them because they have a very unique flavor to them. Um, it's got like a, a dry summer grass kind of flavor to it that you can't really get with uh, purely a leaf tea. Um, so this is something that, that you might want to be looking into. And if you don't know where to start, the stem tea sampler is the perfect way to go about um, choosing whatever stem tea is right for you, finding your favorites. Um, all four of the ones that we have are very, very different. So we wanted to give you a special deal on trying all four of them at once. Um, so for $9.99, you can get four uh, different stem teas in five gram samples. So enough to make a teapot, uh, have a little tea session with you and a friend, um, four different teas to enjoy. And um, of course, free worldwide shipping on everything. So that's $9.99 delivered. Um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the Kukicha Osada. This is a stem tea from the region of Isagawa and Shizuoka, um, a region up in the mountains, um, so-called the organic village, because all of the little farms around here use uh, no pesticides when they're producing their teas. So not only the tea grown on these farms is pesticide free, but also all the surrounding farms are pesticide free as well. So this is really what we're looking for ideally when we source teas. Um, they, we want them to be growing kind of out of nature. And um, we got to visit this field where this, these teas are grown, uh, particularly the Kukicha from Osada. And um, it really is a sight to behold. So Luckily, we were able to bring some of this tea back to share with you, and I must say it's really, really good. So um, let's see what Oliver has to say about this tea, and if you're curious about it, I would recommend going for the stem tea sampler, comparing a few different ones and seeing which one you like the most. Let's take a look. Hello, everybody. This is Oliver from Neon. Today, we are going to dive into tea number two from our stem tea sampler, and this is the stem tea from Shizuoka, the stem tea of the family. Osada. So um, I have here the four stem tea, tea sample set. So we got the Kukicha from Mr. Sakamoto. We have the Kukicha from Mr. Osada. So the one from today, we're gonna have the Kukicha of uh, Yakushima and we have the Karigane from Mr. Sakamoto as well. So, and today, the star of today will be the Osada tea Kukicha tea. So this is a stem tea, which is a fine mix between stem and leaves. And what about this one here is, and how it is different from the other Kukicha we have in this sampler is that the stems are a little bit more, or the amount of stems is a little bit higher than with the Yakushima Kukicha. So it has a little bit of a more hay side. It has a little bit of a more drier side also, a little bit more of a tingling on the top of the tongue. So this tea is definitely something different and it's a very good addition to the Kukicha from Yakushima. So 
um, I tell you a little bit where this tea is from and a little bit how we discovered this tea. So uh, we were in Shizuoka traveling this April and uh, we were looking also for different senchas. And when we visited Mr. Osada from whom I already tried the matches, which are quite nice, um, I wanted to dive a little bit more into its sencha and then he let me try also his kukicha and I thought it's actually a quite nice note this tea has especially on the drier side it's something which you not so much see as this tea is more of a mountain tea mountain tea Japan means a little bit of a higher elevation for China um, here we talk about around 350 to 400, 400 meters above sea level and this tea is also grown into a little bit more into a stony area in an organic tea area so the Isagawa village is called also the organic village because in this area there are only organic tea farmers and Mr. Sada takes tea from them and this is the kukicha which he takes from them and uh, the nice part as I said before is it has a little bit more stems than leaves so I'm gonna show this a little bit closer to you so what you can see is that you have quite the bright parts here and then you have the leaves darker parts this tea is unshaded so it's still quite a bright leaf color and um, that's why personally I like uh, this tea quite a lot because it gives a lot of space to a little bit more this kind of a little bit drier and hay note and I'm gonna now dive into the tasting of this tea but in the preparation of this I'm just gonna tell you a little bit more about kukicha kukicha is a very good tea for the evening now we have evening time here in Switzerland so um, uh, I often drink a kukicha just to soothe out the day. It's a little bit of a stronger tea. Some people might say it's a little bit of a harsher tea in terms of taste. It is loaded with minerals. It is low in caffeine, so you can easily drink it in the evening. And it is also a part or integral part of uh, the macrobiotic diet. So it is something which is also on the health side quite often promoted due to the high mineral amount it also is out of my experience a really good tea for uh, if you do if you have eaten something and you wait a little bit after a certain amount of time this tea is a beautiful kind of roundup to your meal helps you digest better and it's just um, a good tea after meal or especially in the evening when you just want to kind of come down from your day if you had a stressful day or anything so what I just did now is 65 degrees of uh, Celsius of water. Um, this means around 150 Fahrenheit, 155. And I left in like 100 milliliters of water and then I just gonna wait for one minute until this tea is brewed. Good, so one minute is over, then I will just take this tea. So what you will notice immediately is that this tea compared to maybe a Fukamushi, which is steam, uh, deep steamed, or also to a Sencha, is a little bit more yellow, a little bit stronger in its kind of golden color. So you can really see the golden, beautiful color. And this is often a beautiful color of the stem teas due to the fact that they have a little bit more or have an amount of stems, and this one especially a little bit higher, give this, the tea water, the color so I can just show you how the tea looks like now after the first brewing 
so you can see a good mix of stems and leaves and uh, this one here so the brighter parts hit the stems and the darker parts are the leaves the leaves will get bigger and bigger brewing after brewing and um, this is now the first one one minute they're, they're slowly opening up so i can show you still a little bit rolled this one here slightly rolled but it will become bigger and bigger from brewing to brewing and now just try this one here so already maybe on the nose just have a look so I get a clear uh, kind of a, this a little bit more drier, a little bit hay side. So here definitely have it in the nose. I have also a little bit of a veggie side coming from the leaves. And I have a slight sweet corn side. So this is pretty nice. So we have a little bit of this umami apparently swinging with the taste of the tea. Umami kind of this a little bit savory sweet note. And I have a little bit of an artichoke note as well in the notes. Now let's go over to the tasting. It is pretty dry. So this tea seems to be loaded with a lot of tannins. It has quite a dry tingling, a little bit of a tingling on the top of the tongue. Um, it has this kind of uh, kind of yellowish hay note which is coming with it. It's not bitter or strongly bitter. There's a slight astringency swinging in the taste, but not too strong. That's why this tea is also due, even if it is kind of a more of a drier and a little bit more of this hayish, also minerally loaded taste. There's no uh, kind of deep or strong um, drive in the, into this astringency of the taste so um, this tea is um, still on the dry side but not going too much into um, the astringency. There's also a nice sweetness swinging with the tea so in the beginning I really have this this kind of a, a little bit hayish note, then I have a sweetness coming in the middle and in the end I have more of a little bit of this dry sensation, a little bit this tingling sensation on the top of the tongue. So it's also quite a complex tea. This tea is made out of Yabukita cultivar. Yabukita cultivar is kind of the widest spread uh, cultivar, so tea, kind of green tea type, um, which you have in Japan. Um, this um, the Japanese especially like Yabukita due to its broad taste profile and here I definitely can confirm that it's quite a broad taste profile first a little bit this hayish note this uh, late summer grass note going over into a more sweet a little bit uh, more of a, of a complex kind of also slight savory note and then leaving space for this a little bit drier tanninic note with a small tingling on the top of the tongue but now I'm very curious to see how the second um, tasting or second brewing of this tea is. There's a slight astringency with it. So there's, it's non-negligible that there is, so I couldn't say that there's no astringency with it, but there's a slight one. It keeps gives a little bit of a citrusy, refreshing note also to the tea. So it's a quite um, kind of, a, kind of a animating tea uh, energetic tea in a way as well without having too much of a kick so second brewing important is that you just give it a little bit 
of time, but never like one minute or so. Just leave it in for there for maybe 10, 15, 20 seconds. The leaves, they just open up in the first brewing, in the second brewing, you don't need it anymore. So you can give it just 20 seconds and then you can pour the water like I do now. So we still can see a very, very beautiful color. There's a little bit more of green coming in. So I expect a little bit more of kind of a veggie tone. Still very, very, very yellow golden, but there's a, a kind of a hint of green more in this brew. So now I'm curious how the taste evolves already with the nose, let's see. So nose side, I have much less green. I have much more of a hay flavor. There's a little bit of sweetness still swinging with it, but much less than in the first brewing. Artichoke is more or less gone. Yeah, we are very strong on the hay side, so I'm curious now how the taste of the tea is. As I expected, so there is a little bit more of kind of a greener side. The hay, kind of this first initial hay flavor or hay profile really dims down now in the second brewing. In the, so I don't have this top note of the hay. I directly have a little bit of a veggie, a little bit more of a vegetable spinachy note. But in the end, I have again this tingling, I have a little bit this dry nose sensation. So um, it lost a little bit from in the in this top first top note and leaving a little bit more space for the greenish notes and uh, giving more kind of in the middle or in the in the beginning middle you have much more of the spinachy note but it's not as strong as with essential for example with essential you have much more this intense green spinachy note here's just a slight spinach note slight grassy note but very 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 smooth And in the end, you have a little bit, you have a little bit more of the citrusy note. This, I think the strength of this tea or kind of the particularity of this tea is definitely in its finishing. When you have a little bit kind of this dry citrusy kind of, a, maybe you already had once when you just um, kind of uh, took the skin of a, a lemon and there's a little bit this dried flavor maybe you took took it once in your mouth there's a little bit of this in this tea so definitely in the end is a kind of refreshing little bit dry citrusy note it's definitely a particularity of this tea here what's definitely needed with this tea is that you brew it at a lower temperature. So if you go up too high, I could imagine that it develops quite a strong um, kind of a stringent note, a stringent flavor profile. So try to keep it low, try to keep it at 140 Fahrenheit at 60 degrees Celsius. Here I was at 65, I think I was already borderline. So try to really keep the temperature low to develop the nice smoothness of the tea and ex experience a little bit this drier side without too much of the stringency to it. So this was this, this was the Osada Kukicha, number two of our tea sampler set. So I hope uh, you liked this one here. And if you ever have a question, never hesitate to ask me. I'll be happy to answer it. Bye bye, have a great day and see you soon.